Palmer Bear on the edge of the box. Oh, it's a straight-up screamer! Download our app today and enjoy straight-up screamers this FIFA World Cup with great odds, great promos and same-game multi at Palmer Bear. Gamble responsibly. For gambler's help, call 1-800-858-858. Crunch time thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all-new MUX today. And I'm pleased to say a man who knows all about finals football. Scotty Sattler, good afternoon from Sports Day. Hello, gents. How are you? How fired up do you get, Scotty? In fact, you know what, amen? Have we got the tune there? I wouldn't mind. This is a bloke who would really appreciate this tune, uh, Scotty. This, to me, uh, have a listen to this. Gives it, gives it goosebumps. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Spud, Spud's hair standing yeah, up. Yeah. What do you think, Sats? Oh, and the voice of Steve Allen over the top of it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, then the national, man, the, then the the national grand anthem. announcer every day. Oh, how good is it? How are you, Sats? Remember, how you doing, mate? Good. I remember, I remember Troy Cassadaly saying our national anthem, and I'm a massive Troy Cassadaly fan. It was pouring rain in 2003. I remember standing there for the national anthem. He sang it. And I, I took off to go and shake his hand because I, I just love him yeah. before the game. And all of a sudden, they, they whisked him off because it was pouring rain. They didn't want to get any more wet. But I never got to meet him, so I was filthy. Fair dinkum. <laughs> You've got to go shake his head. Yeah. Mate, what are your – in fact, what we've been talking about today, Sats, is everyone talks about the grand final. but And I never mm-hmm. had this opportunity to do what you blokes have all done. No, but but, but But, no, the prelim you have. Okay, To, yep. to win a prelim final – which that means as soon as full-time sounds, you're off to a bloody grand final. You know, you're off, regardless yeah. of whatever happens after that, you've forever been known for having played on the big stage, the big dance in a grand final. Can you take us back to your memories of your prelim final? I think it's the hardest game to play, to yeah. be quite honest. Uh, we played the Warriors. We'd already played them three times that year. You know, they played in the, the grand final the year before, beaten by the Roosters. We played them in the last trial, which is a fully-fledged trial before the season kicks off. We beat them. We beat them in round seven, which I thought kick-started our, our season. Then we beat them again pretty comfortably to win eight in a row in 2003. And then when we played them in the grand final qualifier, I thought I always thought we had their measure. Um, but I remember we were warming up inside. Maybe you're not allowed to warm up out in the field yeah. in those big games because there's prelims. Oh, sorry, there's second grade playing before... We were warming up inside, and even though we were the minor premiers and we had the weekend off the week before, we had a really young team. Um, I think we had, yeah, we had, I think we had four 19 year olds in our side and a couple of 20, 21 year olds. And, and John Lang saw how nervous we were, and he just said, okay, everyone up the tunnel, we're going out in the field. So we just ran out in the field to warm up because you want everyone to get used to the crowd, massive crowd. Eric Watson, the owner of the Warriors, gave free tickets to all Warriors fans that day. And so um, we went out in the field and all the ground officials were saying, no, you can't do this. But Johnny Lang said, no, we're going out to warm up. And I think it was a master stroke. It just, it calmed everyone's nerves down. And then uh, I remember uh, uh, Ryan Girdler scored a try, like he always did at crucial times. And we just we just knew, we knew from that point on, we we're going to win it. Then when it was full time, we are all celebrating. I remember John Lang coming across and going, hey guys, settle down. This is not the grand final. And then he said, nah, stuff it. Let's just celebrate. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? Oh, yeah. Yeah. So 10 all at half time it was, Sats. Uh, so speaking about Johnny yeah. Lang, and I know you won't remember uh, this particular speech in full, but what, what would he have said at half time at 10 all in a prelim final I, when you took on the Warriors? I can, I can tell you right now, I've got goosebumps thinking about wow. it now because it's, 
it's one of the most profound things I've ever heard because um, never you never really know what anyone's saying at half time, do you? You just sort of worrying about yeah. what's going to go on. Yeah. I remember just about to walk out, and because Johnny Lang was such a small man, he always had a bottle of water in his hand or a bottle of coke. And anyway, he stood up on a chair, and as we were about to walk out, walk out, and, and Craig Gow was about to let us out, he said, "Hey guys, I just want to say one thing." Everything you do in the second half, the next 40 minutes, decides whether you're sitting on your couch watching the grand final next week or you're standing for a national anthem. You make the choice. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And so, yeah, in the up. second half, oh. we're pretty convincing. Wow. Yeah. Hey, less mm. is more sometimes. I tell you what, mm. I actually um, la- would have been around this time last year or, or maybe a little bit earlier, and I was out at the, the cable park out at Penrith, and it was actually his mm. grandson, who, who's really good mates with my son, uh, was having his birthday out there, and they were doing the kneeboarding and the, and this and what do they call it? The um, the, the uh, not, Wait, not wakeboarding, all, all yeah. that sort of stuff, right? Yeah. And and what would happen is they'd go around, and at the far corner, <laughs> the kids had come off, yeah. right? Because it was such a harsh I'm turn on the bend. Yeah. So I I decided to make my way up there and at least uh, give the kids some company because it was a long bloody walk yeah. back with the board and to make sure they are okay. And Johnny Lang had the same idea. And next thing you know. For at least an hour and a half, I'm sat on this corner, just me and Johnny Lang wow. talking about the old days of stories. And I said to Johnny, I said, How good is it? Yeah, yeah. I said, mate, um, you must feel like, the, what does it feel like to be the mayor coming back to Penrith? He goes, mate, you know what? I haven't been out here for a decade. You know, he hadn't been out here, and he was the one who got him to the first premiership. But what he spoke about, those Sats, and he was talking about the run into your premiership. He spoke about, you know, it's it's very hard decisions you have to make. And we, we're celebrating a grand final. There's always somebody that misses out. And I asked him, who was the key person who missed out? He said, mate, I, I just, Colin Ward. He said, yeah. Wardy, it was such a fierce competitive team. And he said, Wardy just wanted to play. You know, he wanted to play. He was in that side uh, that lost, I think, in 1999. And he wanted to win a grand final. And he'd had a calf strain or something like that. And... He wanted yep, to come back for the team. And, and Langy said, mate, don't come back too early because if you come back too early, it, it mucks up and you open up the door for someone else. Well, he came back too early, mm. injured himself, and, of course, uh, opens up the door for someone else, didn't it, Sats? Yeah, I remember I remember when we were celebrating and getting around ready to get the, the uh, trophy presented to us. I remember looking into the to where the reserves sit and you know, all, the, all the officials and everything. And Wardy was just standing up, six, all six foot four, six foot five. And one of the nicest guys in the yeah. league, Colin Ward, they called him Walker. And um, and he was just, he, he just, he was crying. And I just remember feeling, oh, I feel so, I feel so hard for him. He's, you know, he's, he's traveled a really long road his whole career, uh, Colin Ward. And he sort of, he missed out, but he was one of the true good guys he was, Wardy. Can I, can I say about Johnny Lang? Can yeah. I say something about Johnny Lang? And this is something I only learned a few years ago, Sugar, Kimmy, and, and Spud. Such is a great man. I didn't know what influence he had on my family. You know, he coached through my 2002-2003 year. We'd win it in 2003. And, and I'd always had a really good relationship with Lange. But my dad had a car accident in 1979, broke his neck um, in a couple of places, was in a halo for three months, he was in hospital for three months. That's all he's never going to walk again. Mm. And um, he'd face the roof for twelve hours, face the floor for twelve hours. And uh, only three or four years ago, I was sitting with him. He was telling a story, uh, and he said, "Oh yeah, you know, I just every day was was just monotony. It was, it was horrible." He said, "I just want to end my life." He wow. said, "I just I hated." Wow. It. He said, "But the only thing that got me through was when 
you and mum came up and my sister mm. and this guy used to always come and talk to me every day. He was the electrician that worked in the hospital there. And I said, oh, yeah, he goes, yeah, that electrician was Johnny Lang. Oh, wow. wow. So Johnny Lang used to go up and talk to him every day about footy. He said, it's the only thing that kept me sane. And I never knew for so many years, even even when he coached me, he never said, oh, I used to go and talk to your dad every day in the hospital. And yeah, he was there. that was the year before he went down to the Roosters. Wow. Yes, that's the um, the Apple Ant fall far from the tree because I I think his son Marty I used to love playing against Marty. I remember the days when he was at Cronulla. Him and Nathan Long. Remember the way yeah. they used to run. Yeah. And uh, I finally I used to bash up in the middle. It was unbelievable. But I remember I played him in Origin one time and half time I'd run up through the tunnel, smacked him on the ass, said, "You're going to run at me?" He goes, "I'm not that silly." <laughs> but Marty Lang, give us some memories, uh, mate. He would he would have been fantastic to uh to play with. I'm sure he would have been a bit of a mental case before games. He was so intense, Marty, um, but he never used to talk to the media. Um, and I used to sit next to him in the dressing sheds, him on my left and Tony Paul too on my right. And wherever we played, we always ended up together. And, and anyway, he used to come in at half time and he used to look at, he'd say, how am I running? And really, he'd get in your face. He's a close talker. He'd go, how am I running? I said, yeah, you're going good. Am I playing the ball quick enough? I said, yeah, yeah, you play. He said, don't bullshit me. Am I playing the ball quick enough? And I said, oh, yeah, you're going fine bangers. But mate, he... You know, there's little things in big games that stand out to you but probably don't stand out to others. I remember he'd been knocked out twice in our grand final, knocked mm. out cold, once by Jason Kalis and Morley, the second time by Luke Rickardson off the kickoff. And he can't remember the game until he watches it back uh, still to this day. But I remember there was a time in the game and I thought there was a six-all and I thought, I, I don't know how long we can hold on. There's a really young group of players that we've got. I just don't know how long we're going to hold on. And they, they were really bashing us, Adrian Morley especially. And then Marty Lang ran onto this ball. It was the 71st minute, I think it was. Marty Lang ran onto this ball, and they come flying out of the line to hit him, three of them. And they all ricocheted and pinballed off him. And he kept running for about another 15 metres. Mm. And I went, oh, yeah, I, I don't think we're going to get beaten tonight. That was the one run that said to me that, you know, we're, we're probably going to win this game. I'm not sure if you remember a young Justin Lang. So Justin was his youngest son. Yeah. Well, well my wife yeah. trains with uh, Julie, his wife, and, and also Annie Gallon, Paul's wife, nearly every day. They're very, very fit, the girls. I'm not following their lead, sadly. But J- Justin, <laughs> who is Julia's husband, uh, brother of Marty and son of, of course, John, he he actually has pushed Gal a long way, which many people wouldn't know. So he's super fit. Justin trains him very often. But if Gal wants to be challenged, he'll go and train with, with Justin to the point where Gal turned 40 recently and Justin rings him up and says, mate, it's your 40th. I've got a surprise for you. So he threw 40 sandhills at him. <laughs> and Gal can't, oh. Gal can't keep up with Justin. So it's a family who, tough, tough family, oh. tough, tough family. Yeah. But let's look ahead quickly. We've got to go to the breaks very, very shortly. South Sydney take on the Penrith Panthers tonight, Sats. It is the Sattler Shield. Uh, Johnny <laughs> and, and Scotty Sattler. Are you looking forward to this, mate? Yeah, can't wait. Really nervous, actually, about this one. Um yeah, my, my biggest fear for Penrith is that it, it all gauges on how Nathan plays. Yeah. You know, he's, he very rarely doesn't play. He plays with such composure. He very rarely has a bad game. But if he gets rattled somehow, I think it's somehow how it affects the rest of the side. So uh, that's what I'm nervous about that, where South have got, they can share the load a little bit. If it's Reynolds, if it's not Reynolds, it's Walker. If it's not Walker, it's Damien Cook. If it's not Damien Cook, it's you know someone else. So um, it's going to be tough without Luttrell, but the, the most important player for South is the guy that sits in the grandstand um, yeah. in, in Wayne Bennett. I, I think I think Penrith win, but I don't think it's as convincing as what, I, what a lot of people think it's going to be. Yeah, you might be right. Uh, SEN, by the way, have all the calls. 
Hey, Sat, it's always good to chat, mate, and uh, fascinating stories. And one of those stories in particular had my hairs up. So, mate, I appreciate your time. See you, guys. Uh, Scotty Sattler just got many, many stories, uh, which is fantastic. This is crunch time. You have Timmy Manor. You have great man Mark Spud Carroll. I'm Joel Kane. I'll break it back with more. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91